welcome to No Ordinary Ordinary Women, Women, the podcast where two ordinary broads chat about extraordinary women, the good, the bad, and the batshit crazy. Hi, Rose. Hey, Lynn. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. My name's Lynn. My name's Rose. And we're here to entertain you. (laughs) (laughs) Lynn's good at that. I am good at that. I'm I'm an entertainer. I have a stage name and everything, Rose. Don't be jealous. What's your stage name? Luscious Lynn. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Duh, like you forgot. So, um, how's your week been so far? It's been super fucking long. It's How about we're, yours? We're one day away from Friday. Like, we're on Friday. We're, like, on, we're like creeping up on Friday. Like, it's so close I can taste it. <laughs> it's not close enough. It's not close enough, yeah. It this always feels like it's going to be Friday because, like, we get to drink and have fun, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then it's not, and I have to go to work in the morning, and it's awful. It's no fun. Um, I was actually in the office all day today, so that was nice. Oh, were you? Yeah. I actually, oh, yeah, that's right. For the first know. time, even though, like, so I got in and I had I had a meeting before I went in from home, and then I had another meeting as soon as I got in. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then after that, I had to go downstairs and set up for a baby shower I was hosting uh, for one of my colleagues, and I did that. And then I came back upstairs, and I actually got a, a significant amount of work done, which I usually get no work done in the office. Oh, really? But I, Oh, yeah, because you ADD. Yeah, it's well, it's horrible, and people come by, and people are walking by, and stop and talk, and yeah. I just I don't like that's it. That's my favorite part about work. <laughs> You're lying. Talking to people. Are you serious? Yeah. You don't like talking to people. At work, I do because I don't want to work. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want to get my shit done. And then no, sometimes it is hard. Like when sometimes when people come in my office, I'm like, oh, but it's usually at the end of the day when I'm like rushing to get everything done. Yeah. Well. um... Well, I, I had my last meeting of the day. I For some reason, my computer just decided not to work. My sound didn't oh, work. Nice. My microphone didn't work. So I just stayed logged into the meeting and just did a bunch of other stuff, turned off my camera. I was like, I, I can't listen. I can't hear. I can't do anything. Oh, that so, sucks. Yeah, it was it was okay because it was not a meeting I wanted to be in anyway. Oh, good. <laughs> I was like, Sweet. I mean, is there are there any meetings you want yeah, to be in? Not really. Yeah, I really no. don't love being a meeting. No but, one likes meetings. Yeah. So the shower was nice. I made a diaper cake. Oh, did you? Yeah. It was Aww. so cute. I'll show you a picture later. That is cute. Yeah. So that's all. That's about it. It's been otherwise. It's been a very calm week. Week. Aside from my anxiety, everything's <laughs> been very calm. That's not what you've been texting me. Yeah, I've been. I've been in a mood. I was in a mood this week. In a mood. Yeah. So was I. So. I had to put myself in timeout on Monday. Yeah, I did that too when I opened a bottle of wine last night. I said, you know what? I'm not going to drink tonight. And then there I was drinking. So. <sighs> it happens to the best to, of us. I've already gone to the gym twice this week. My neck's sore. I'm tired. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway. That was a lot of complaining from us. A lot of complaining. <laughs> but it's, we're so close to Friday. I can't stand it. I know. And I hosted a successful baby shower. And it's supposed to be cold tomorrow. Is it really? Well, it's getting down to like 71. And then Saturday's supposed to be like 68 and rainy all day. Oh. Why? Where are you Because I, I really wanted to wash and wax my car. My car is so dirty I oh. can't stand it anymore. I love a clean car. Well, and, do it on Sunday. Well, I might go ahead and just, like, wash it and and vacuum it and clean the windows and everything tomorrow and then wax yeah. it on Sunday. But Sunday I can't wax it. I have soccer all day. I might just still wax it. Wax on. Wax, wax off. off. So what are we drinking tonight, Lynn? Um, we are drinking. It's delish. See? See? <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. We're drinking, mine's empty, as you can see, uh, watermelon jalapeno margaritas. So they are not from Brazos today. 
these are ones that I had in my fridge, the 1800 tequila, um, silver watermelon margaritas. It's like made pre-mix and we've had them before. And I added um, a squeeze of lime, of course. I added jalapenos to the bottle to give it a little kick. And, um, and then I rimmed the glass. I gave it a rim job with um, tangine, tan, tan, tangine. I can't pronounce Oh, my God. I forgot how to pronounce it now. It's like spicy stuff you yeah. put on margaritas. Salt and a little bit of brown sugar. Oh, there's brown sugar in it? Yeah. The um, jalapenos, they give it, you, it's not like spicy, but it does give it some flavor. It gives it a little bit more depth. Yeah, right? right. So I feel like it's, yeah, it's not just this like sweet, sugary drink. Yeah, and, yeah. and we also, and I top it, I don't just pour the mix in. I put a little bit of um, seltzer in it because it just, it's, it's I don't too like sweet, really, yeah. I don't like really sweet stuff. Yeah, you do a good job. I like my men sour and mean. <laughs> She does. Just like my margaritas. <laughs> she does. It's true. I do. <laughs> so anyway, we are giving, a, um, a, we're attempting to do a little video recording today. So I just yeah, want to tell we'll everyone see. how beautiful I look. She looks gorgeous. I look gorgeous. I look like shit. Isn't she lovely? I look like I've been through the ringer. <laughs> no. I'm already sweating in this little teeny room. I'm going to die. That's because we're drinking margaritas. We probably won't use this video, but it's 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 a it's a, it's a, it's a practice. Yeah, we're, trying, we're, to figure we're out a way. trying to figure out how to do it. We're having a hard it's time. A lot harder than you think. Yeah, we're having a hard time with like the sound with the microphone over the phone and the phone over the microphone and not having feedback and. So we're trying something actually way more simple than we had. like the simplest <laughs> thing simple. you could do. My son, get, he's like, "Why don't you just try this?" And I was like, "But he's like, I was like, but he's like, no, that'll work." And I was like, "But it." He's like, no. And I was like, Rose, I can't believe we can think of this. <laughs> so we'll see. If it, oh, I just knocked my camera. If it works, then you will get to see all beautiful faces. And then you know what's going to happen, Rose. What? The paparazzi are going to drive Hell us crazy. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait. All right. So who you got for us, Rose, today? Who, 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 who? All right. This is something different we've never done. Oh, uh, is it a boy? Have you never... What? A boy? I've done a boy. I mean, a man, not oh, a boy. that's concerning. No, a boy. A man. <laughs> um, no, it's not a boy. It's an alien abduction case. Stop it. Yes. Hold on. I'm going to have to make myself another drink for this rose. Hold on. This They're not very strong. No, they're not. And it's not like I'm mixing them up low. I mean... <laughs> Maybe they are. <laughs> not I can't like think I'm of mixing words. them low. I tried to use smart words all day at work today so people didn't think I was dumb and now I'm all dumbed out. <laughs> I used all your <laughs> I used all my smarts. I tried really hard to sound smart today and now I'm done. I just Don't you feel like that? Like some days you're like on top of it, like you can talk like a normal human and then some days you're just like dumb as a rock. Oh, some days I'm trying to write a sentence and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like what? All the time. it happens to me every single day. So okay. Okay, so in the nineteen sixties, Betty and Barney Hill lived in Portsmouth New Hampshire. So um, it's kind of, it's not really cheating because I'm doing it on Betty Hill, but the, the incident happened with her husband. So there's also a lot of information yeah, but about she was him. involved. Yeah. So yeah. I felt like I was kind of cheating because it was kind of the both of them. Well, but... we all know that you're a cheater. <laughs> yeah, oh, so. never mind. Never mind. Chris listens. Oh, that's right. No, he doesn't listen anymore. <laughs> yeah. Chris is like, he told me what was the last episode he listened to and oh, he's no. like seven episodes behind. Maybe you should glue some ear pods in his ears. I know. He's not even getting, giving us numbers, like our listening numbers. So what I suggest you do is put a little bit of crazy glue on his earbuds. 
he puts. Oh them no, in. he always has his his um, earbuds in his ears, but he's watching his stupid podcast. That he his stupid watches. podcast. Yeah. A, a podcast that he watches. It's yeah. not his. It's like a podcast he always listens to, and they have video and blah blah blah. blah. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I know. Sounds like I need to sabotage Chris. Yeah. Sounds like you need to have a talk Sounds with like him. Sounds like those earpods need to get flushed down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so, let me make sure we're recording. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. So, Barney worked the night shift for the USPS, and he would often drive like 60 miles a day. He worked the overnight shift, um, uh, which I did say. <laughs> Betty was a social worker who handled child welfare cases, and they were an interracial couple in the oh, 1960s. Cool. Wow. Good for them. So you can imagine their lives were pretty stressful. Yeah. So um, they were very passionate about advancing civil, the civil rights movement, oh, and they were both active in the local, their local um, church and members of the NAACP. And Barney sat on the local board of the United States Commission on Civil Rights. Wow. And so they were volunteering, like, all the time. Where Did you tell me where they lived? I... Um, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Actually, I don't know that it's Portsmouth, but I imagine it's... Called... Portsmouth. It's Portsmouth, okay. Well, that's how it is in Virginia. Portsmouth yeah, that's why I said it like that, but then I was like, oh, I don't know about these New Hampshire I think it's Portsmouth, people. because that was like a... Wasn't that like an old colonial name? Portsmouth? Yeah, I think so. Was it from the um, Roman emperor? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So um, we did that. That Our friend Jenny asked us to ask our significant others what, um, if they are, if, how, many, how often they think of the Roman Empire. How often, yeah, they think of the Roman Empire. And I had never heard this when she mentioned it. Yeah, this I was like a couple yet. weeks ago. Yeah. And so um, she, had, she had sent her husband a text and I sent Chris a text. And, <laughs> and Chris texted me back. He's like, uh, not very often. Why? And I was like, I sent him the little meme thing that said, like, ask your significant yeah. other, whatever that Jenny had sent us. And he goes, well, and he was like, haha. And then he's like, I mean, probably like once a month, but not really that often. <laughs> Every one of the guys, we went through this at work today. because None of the guys at my work had heard it. They're, they're all lawyers and they're just kind of dorky. And so one, it's funny, the oldest guy, my director, yeah, he has young kids. Like yeah. his kids are like in their 20s. And so they have said something to him. So he and I start, we bring up stuff like, like he'll watch the same shows I do and stuff. So he can tell his daughters live with him. It's really great. But he... Um, he he and I started talking about it, and everybody in the call was like, what are you talking about? And so we asked all of them, and they were like, every day. <laughs> a, a couple times a day? And we, I was laughing so That's hard. That's so funny. It's so funny. One guy, the one, we have, um, I have colleagues in China, and they were both on, two of them, and they were both on the call. And the one guy's like, I only think of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cute. That's Love so funny. Him. Yeah, but it was... Well, and Jenny asked her husband, and he sent, like, she had sent him a text, and he sent back this whole, like, Mm. three paragraphs about how often he thinks, he thinks about it, like, daily, and and why he thinks about it so often, and... And what he thinks about, (laughs) what the... Very, like, in-depth, dorky response. He's like an engineer, isn't he, or something? So it's, like, very intense, yeah. (laughs) It's so funny, though, because women never think about it. And the fact that men think about it all the time, we're like, that's what they're doing instead of fucking listening. (laughs) Well, and then my boss sent me, so I had her ask her husband, and he was like, 
I'm thinking about it right now. But he was like joking. But then she sent me something later, like um, so, like a screenshot of the question, and then some somebody commenting, and the comment was like, "Yeah, that's why women have to think about everything. We're over here <laughs> thinking about you know kids' practices, planning birthday parties, and all this shit, and you're over there thinking about the Roman Empire." <laughs> Oh, my God. And the answers that some guys give. Like, I watched it on TikTok, like, several times. And the answer is like, well, yeah, I think about, like, you know, the way that they had to work together to build up what they had. Like, what would you think about when you thought about the Roman Empire? I wouldn't, like, I would would have to think about it. Like, I I don't know. Like, no. You know what? Because the men in the Roman Empire were like, ho, ho, doing manly things. The women were doing everything Everything else. else. (laughs) Yes. And so they were like. I just think it was hysterical how all the men in my office thought about I it. I only too. think about when I think about the Roman Empire, them fighting and like like gladiator style. Yeah, that's, that's what I think like about. I think of gladiators, and I was like, <laughs> it was crazy. Anyway, so that funny. was that was a pretty. If you guys haven't heard of this, ask your significant other or any male that's in your life. Ask them yeah. and see what they say. I think it's crazy. I should ask Joseph. He probably never. He he'll probably be like, "What's the Roman Empire?" Yeah, <laughs> probably. Probably. <laughs> so anyway, so the. They were super busy. They were a bit very busy couple. And so um, they decided to kind of take a, a break and go on a little trip for their honeymoon. They had been married like 16 or 18 months before this. Uh-huh. And so they planned a road trip from New Hampshire to Niagara Falls and to Montreal, Canada. Wow. Um, and so they got in their car and they left. Like they were just, they were going to drive. So, um, on their way back, around 10 p.m. on September—this is weird, okay? Mm-hmm. On around 10 p.m. on September 19th, 1961, uh, when I wrote that— That was just two days ago. I, I wrote that when it was September 19th, uh, and, uh, and it's my wedding anniversary. Oh, that's crazy. Isn't that weird? I know. Ew, you're going to get abducted. Oh, my God. You should tell your abduction story. Oh, that's weird. Lynn, weird. Was, Lynn was abducted. No, I had a—okay. <laughs> I had a dream the other night that I was, I woke up and I was in some sort of medical facility and I was being tested. And it was like OBGYN type testing or GYN testing. I I don't know. I don't Maybe that means you need to have sex. It probably means I need to have sex. Um, (laughs) But it was like they were like running scans on my belly and they were doing like pelvic exams and it was like, and there was nurses in there and then there was like, I don't remember there being doctors, but I remember there being, like, soldiers of some sort, like, walking around, like, in the hall. You could see them walk by and stuff. But I didn't feel afraid, but I knew, I got to get the fuck out of here. I got to get out of here. And so I was, like, thinking, how can I get out of here? And I was, like, basically had all these wires and stuff coming out of me. And so I couldn't. And then the dream skips to being in this, like, cabin, almost like in a summer camp kind of environment. And it was weird. Like, you had to go through the cabin. You had to, like, crawl through the space and go. It was weird. I, I have dreams like that all the time where you have to yeah. go through an obstacle course oh, to get from weird. one room yeah. to the other. I don't know why I have those. It's probably just my life. <laughs> yeah. um, so I was sitting in the cabin, and there was, like, a bear outside. And I was like, oh, look at the bear. And then the men, like, the soldiers came and, like, scared off the bear. That's so weird. And I remember saying to one of the nurses or whatever they were, like, well, it's not so bad here. And she was like, no, it's great as long as you don't, like, you know, you do what you're you're supposed to do. They'll leave you alone. And everyone was just walking around knowing, knowing that they were, like, oh my being God. held. You're in America. Yeah, I am in America. <laughs> <laughs> it's America. But... 
And so I was like, it was just kind of weird testing like they were doing on me. And I just didn't understand why or like I didn't ask a bunch of questions. So um, and I still was sitting in the cabin and thinking, can I get out of here? But it was like fields and it was like we were in the middle of nowhere. And yeah. it was so then um, I talked to my daughter the next day and she called me and she was like, I had the weirdest dream last night. And I was like, really? I was like, oh, I had a weird dream last night, too. I'd forgotten about it. And she said, I had a dream that I was abducted and I, they were like performing medical tests on me. And I was like. That's <laughs> so weird. What? <laughs> and she goes, yeah. I was like, are you kidding? And she was like, no, why would I be kidding? And I was like, oh, my God, I had the same dream. That's so weird. And hers was all scans on her head. Not That's so anywhere. Strange. It was just her head. Yeah. They had her, like, hooked up to all this stuff in this head. And she said she woke up and she was like, the first thing she thought in the dream was, how did I get here again? Like, she had been there before. Oh, weird. And mine, I didn't feel that way. Yeah. And so she was like, how did I get here again? And so she was like, I've got it. She said her first thought was, I got to get out of here. How am I going to get out of here? And she was like looking around and she felt like she couldn't. And she said, but she didn't feel like after she was there a little bit in her dream, she felt like, okay, like it was not bad. It wasn't like a right, bad place yeah. to be. But she knew that everybody there was like kind of being held against their will. But it's nobody so weird. cared that they were there. Yeah. And they treated you well, they fed you well, and stuff like that. And so we basically both had the same dream on the same night. She lives in Alaska. It's not like we watched the same show. You should show. have asked Casey if she had that dream, too. We, Caitlin put it in our group chat with all the kids. Oh, okay. And Chris is freaking out. He's like, it was an alien abduction. <laughs> I was like, maybe we got abducted when I was pregnant with her. So that would make sense that I was having the OB and she was just getting the head scan. The head scan? That's so weird. So I don't know, but it was really funny. And then Brandon, who's like my honorary son was in the um, in the chat, and I said, he was like, okay, the first thing I thought about this was alien abduction, and it's this isn't the first time. And I said, how do you feel about that? He goes, it's been, you people have scared me since the first day I met you. <laughs> so true. <laughs> it was just weird. It was the craziest thing. Like, I looked up what it happens if you have a dream, and it just basically says you're on the same connection. And I'm like, she's in Alaska. How could we? No. That is weird. It'd be yeah. different if you and I hung out and did something, and then we had the same yeah. dream because it, like. Well, I told you that. So that, so me and my sister run on Saturday mornings. We do our long runs. Mm-hmm. Um, and Saturday morning, we were, I was supposed to get up at 6, and I got up. At four o'clock, I swear to God, my alarm went off. And so I like jumped up and turned my alarm off or I was like looking for my alarm. And then I was like, wait. And I looked at the time and I was like, wait, it's just four o'clock. Like, I'm not supposed to get up yet. That must have been like, I don't know what that was. Yeah. So I went back to sleep. So I'm running with my sister hours later and she's like, she's like, oh, my God, like this morning, I swear my alarm went off at four. And I like jumped out of bed and was like ready to like, oh, my God, I got to go. I got to get up and go running. And then. She realized it was four o'clock. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I had the exact same thing happen. That That's is really so weird. Fucking I wonder weird. if there was like a no, because you would have seen it when you woke up, like a Amber Alert or something that made a noise on your phone at four. Yeah. But you would have seen no, it. Yeah. And my, my phone is silenced. So. No, but I think, but I think that'll go it'll through. still go through. But that would have like woken everybody in the house. Yeah. Right? I mean, it would have woken you up and you would have seen it. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't right. just like a that's it's just weird. There and it was like something... one like loud beep. Like when I thought about it when I was going to sleep, it was just like it sounded like a like a loud beep, and I was like, "Isn't that fucking weird?" Like that I wonder what really happened. Weird. It was aliens. They were trying to get me and Christina, and they were like, "Eh." And they were like, "Oh God, like, not definitely them. going for Lynn and Caitlin instead." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Cheers. So anyway, um, around 10 p.m. on September 19th, they were on their way back to New Hampshire. 
and they're Chevrolet, Chevrolet Bel Air. Do you know mm-hmm. what that is? It's no. like one of those old, like, 60s oh. Cadillac, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, long, long yeah. Cadillacs. When Betty noticed a bright light in the sky that moved from below the moon and the planet Jupiter upward to the west of the moon. She thought it was probably a falling star, but it was moving upward, which she thought was weird. That's weird. Uh, Barney was a war- World War II veteran. Good job. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was a wart. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I had to, I had to stop and slow down. <laughs> it's amazing how many times we have to say that on this podcast. And it's how diff- it doesn't get any easier, really. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, and he was also a plane enthusiast. So at first she was like, yeah, Betty, that's a plane or a helicopter or a satellite. Like, you need to chill the fuck out. <laughs> You know, because she's, like, in the passenger seat. Yeah. He's like, I'm trying to fucking drive. <laughs> but it was moving, like, really erratically and growing bigger and brighter. Like, it was getting closer. And so she's like, pull over, pull over, like, at the next rest area. And the dog, they had their dog with them. And she's like, dog's got to go to the bathroom anyway. So they pulled over into the rest area. Um, and they happened to have, like, a pair of binoculars because it's the 60s. <laughs> like, yeah. No, you would never. And oh, my family always has binoculars. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so funny. Well, they like bird watching. Like my mom and oh. my sister and her husband, they like bird watching. That's so they so always funny. have binoculars. So um, he was like looking through the binoculars and Betty was like, that's not a satellite. Satellite. That's some kind of objects. Like it was like spinning in the air. That would be so fucking cool. And it looked like a flying saucer. So Barney at this point was still like, it's. It must be, it has to be a satellite. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, he's being very logical. And she's like, do you believe in UFOs? And he was like, no, I don't, actually. Oh, my God, that's so funny. (laughs) Crazy ass. So um, without looking as if it had, like, turned, the object came toward them, like, really quickly. So they got back in their car and they started driving. But they're driving slowly so they they could kind of watch it. Uh And... Then they started driving faster because they were like, what the fuck? Getting it was scared. Coming, yeah, close. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be really scary. So it seemed to be about 60 feet long, and it looked like it was rotating. And they watched it, like, move erratically and bounce back and forth in the sky. And they continued to drive until they reached Route 3 in Lincoln. And suddenly the object rapidly descended toward their car, and Barney slammed on his brakes and stopped in the middle of the highway. The object hovered about 80 to 100 feet above their car, and it was all they could see out the window. Like, it was completely, like, covering, covering their, their car. view. And um, it looked like a huge pancake. So cool. And so Barney jumped out. He had a handgun, of course. <laughs> so he jumps out with his handgun, and he moved closer to the object, and he tried to, like, raise his pistol to it, but it wouldn't, like, his hand wouldn't raise for some reason. And he could see in the windows of the craft, and all he saw were, like, a bunch of, like, 11 or 12 beings, like, in gray uniforms, just standing, like, looking out the window. And all at once, all the figures started moving, like, walking toward, I guess, like, a door or something. Mm -hmm. And, um... Except for one one guy, like, stayed in there. The guy that was in there kind of, like somehow communicated a message to Barney. He said he didn't talk to him, but it was, like, communicated to him somehow. Like he knew, like... Yeah. Ew. Telling him to stay where you are and keep looking. Oh, oh my God. I almost knocked over my thing. Oh, my gosh, Lynn. Sorry. He said, stay where you are? Yeah. And keep looking. That's what the the figure had told him. Oh, my God. 
God, telepathically. (laughs) So Barney had a recollection of observing the humanoid forms wearing glossy black uniforms and black caps. You said gray. Oh, did I? No, they. Oh my God, you're lying. I'm sorry. The figures were gray. Oh. And they were wearing black. Okay. Sorry, God. I probably did say they were gray. So, um,. There appeared to be, like, bat-wing fins on the craft, like, with red lights on them. Like, some kind of, like, so it's like a, a pancake, but with, like, yeah, jet fins coming out. Duh. How do you think they get anywhere? <laughs> Come on, Rose. <laughs> so he suddenly, like, realized, oh, my God, I'm going to be captured. Like, they're going to take me. Because mm-hmm. I think the guy started, like, walking out. So he ran back to his car, and they took off, like, flying down the road. And at some point... They heard, like, a strange buzzing noise from their trunk. They felt a little drowsy, and then they lost consciousness. Um, the next morning, they arrived home at about dawn. They were supposed to get home at, like, 2. In but, the morning. Yeah, but it was, like, dawn by the time they got home. And they had, like, some really weird things happening. They they didn't remember anything after, like, seeing the ship. Um, their watches stopped working and never worked again. Betty's dress was torn, and Barney's shoes were, like, all scuffed up. And the leather strap Jesus. for the binoculars was torn. Um, but he didn't remember, like, it getting torn. He... they Oh, so they, they like, look over themselves and didn't notice anything unusual. She called her um, sisters... Her, like, brother-in-law was some kind of, like... I want to say he was, like, a chemist or engineer or something. And she's like, what do we do? Like, we took showers. Like, we want to get, in case there's, like, radiation or something on yeah. us. Um, and they, I think the family was like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> what were you what guys smoking? Fuck? But I think her sister actually believed in UFOs. Uh-huh. So they tried to reconstruct the events <laughs> as they witnessed the UFO and drove home. <laughs> but, Easy for you to say. <laughs> But immediately after they heard the buzzing sound, their memories were completely gone. And so... That's so weird. um, Later that day, Betty noticed a pinkish powder on her dress. And so she hung it out on the line, like, hoping it would blow off. And it did. And it was torn, like, right here, up on the, like, chest area. And so she was like, I'm going to throw it away. So she threw it away. And then she was like, wait, I should keep that just in case. Mm -hmm. And so she got it back out of the trash. And five laboratories have conducted, like, chemical and forensic analysis on it over the years, and I don't think they've found anything. Um, I bet they have, but they didn't say anything. They didn't release it. Bet you anything. Oh, yeah, They I'm found sure. something that was, like, they can't identify. I bet right. you anything. So they were there were shiny um, circles on the car's trunk that had not been there the previous day, and... When they took a compass, like, out to the car and they moved close to the spots, the needle would, like, whirl rapidly. And I saw this actually on another um, alien thing. There's like, a, there's, like, a field somewhere, probably, like, in Arizona or something. Mm-hmm. And, like, some weird shit, like, that happens. On, yeah. Like, have you heard about that? Yeah. So there, there has been those, like, the crop circles or whatever they're called. Yeah. And then but, when you take, like, a compass out, the, the compass, like, gro- Oh, I haven't crazy. heard about the compass. But some of the crop circles are... Like, just people doing it for yeah, whatever. I'm but sure. I'm sure plenty of them are not. Yeah. So, um, trying to piece together what happened, Betty spent hours in the library reading about the National Investigations Committee on Aerial Phenomenon. Mm. Um, 
and she joined a civilian UFO group. Like, Ooh. and she also filed a report um, with the Air Force concerned because they were concerned about radiation. But uh-huh. they didn't like go to the the news or anything. They didn't want plubi- publicity yeah. at all. Because, you know, they're an interracial couple. I mean, they knew, oh like, yeah. their lives were already stressful enough. They didn't need any yeah, more, you know? So on October 21st, 1961, the couple met with Walter N. Webb, an astronomer and NICAP member. That was the National Investigations Committee. Um, and interviewed them for six hours. They told him everything they could remember, but they had blocked things out because they were too too traumatic. Oh, I'm sure. And he completely believed them. He said that they were telling the truth, and he truly believed they had some kind of encounter. Oh, yeah, because he knew it, because everybody knew it, but they were afraid to tell us. Yeah. Fuckers. So a little after... A little (laughs) over a week after the incident, Betty began... Oh, my God. (laughs) More alcohol. A little over a week after the incident, Betty began having very vivid dreams, which continued for five consecutive nights. Wow. They were visiting she her. stated that she had experienced them with a degree of detail and intensity that she had never had before. And after the fifth night, they stopped and never occurred again. She was getting tested. So um, in November, she began writing down the details of her dreams. And in one dream, she and Barney encountered a roadblock and men who surrounded their car. She lost consciousness but struggled to regain it. Then she realized that she was being forced by two small men to walk into a forest at night. We are from the lollipop guild, the lollipop guild. <laughs> I don't think they were that small. She said that they were like five foot, like my height. <laughs> I don't know how tall she was, but but I guess like for a man, that's pretty small. And they wore matching blue uniforms with caps similar to those worn by military cadets. They wow. appeared nearly human with black hair, dark eyes, prominent noses, and bluish bluish lips. Their skin was a grayish color. That's the lollipop guild, for fuck's sake. <laughs> That's exactly what you were describing. Maybe she had just watched them. Yeah. Um, she and Barney were taken to their car, where their the leader suggested that they wait to watch the craft's departure. They did so and then resumed their drive back home. So that was her, her one of her dreams. Oh, just uh, one of the dreams. Yeah, yeah. one of the okay. dreams. I was wondering, so she didn't have the same dream all five nights. I think it was, like, similar, like, oh, okay. very similar dreams. So. Oh, my God. I just. Oh, my God. Did you see that? I can't fucking take you anywhere. <laughs> I'm a fucking mess tonight. So their drive, whip over there. their drive home from where they were was 178 miles and should have taken them about four hours, mm-hmm. which would have put them home at 2 a.m. They didn't arrive home for seven hours, and they had no explanation about those five hours, they like, don't even remember driving home. From what you said, yeah, from from that that one that <sighs> your face. <laughs> I give up. I can't talk. <laughs> I don't know what happened to me. I was doing fine. You got abducted. <laughs> yeah, from the time that they saw that spaceship, they didn't. They don't remember anything. That's so weird. That's a long time. Yeah. So. The subject of hypnosis came up, and it was decided that they should should be put under hypnosis because that was, like, very popular back then. Still is. Barney was, like, pretty un- apprehensive, and but he was like, maybe it'll help Betty to um, put those nonsense dreams she was keeps talking about to rest. Like, I don't think they're nonsense, Barney. Yeah. 
And so they started seeing Benjamin Simon, who was a psychiatrist, and um, he helped them to understand what had happened that night. And he was like going to help them fill in the mis- missing pieces. Oh, wow, that's cool. So both Barney and Betty went through months and months of hypnosis to help them remember the missing hours from that night. And what came out of it were two unbelievable stories that were incredibly similar. So um, I'm going to tell you this, what, what came out of the, the hypnosis sessions. But Will you? Will well, you I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to tell my fans. Okay. I'll put my earbuds in. <laughs> so um, I listened to some of these tapes because you can listen to them on the internet. Oh, wow. And they're... Insane. Like, you can tell that they are really living that, either that or they're, like, amazing actors. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, that's so they, they're like, oh, I went up to the ship and, oh, my God, he's coming. He's coming. Like, it's it's crazy. It's so crazy. You have to go listen to him. All right. So this is what happened. Barney jumped out with his handgun and moved closer to the object. This is where we were right. um, when they, they kind of lost consciousness. So he could see in the windows of the spacecraft, saw a bunch of beings in gray uniforms looking out the window. No, see, that says gray uniforms, too. I must have written She's it wrong. She's lying to us, y'all. She made the whole thing up. <laughs> Sorry. Um, see what I have to deal with? So all at once, all but one figure moved to what appeared to be a panel on the rear wall of the hallway that encircled the front portion of the craft. The one remaining figure continued to look at Barney and communicated a message telling him to stay where you are and keep looking. Barney had a recollection of observing the humanoid forms wearing glossy black uniform. I already told you all this. Let's let's go to the point where they're driving away, where they lost consciousness, okay? So they come up to a, um, what they were saying is like some kind of a um, roadblock. Okay. They're in the middle of nowhere and there's a roadblock. And, they're, and Barney's like, what's going on? Why, are, why is there a roadblock out here? And it's the aliens and they take them and they take walk them up like a long ramp into the craft and put them in separate rooms. They were asked to climb on a metal table and remove their clothes and the beings plucked their hairs, took clippings from their nails and peeled off parts of their skin. Now this this is stuff is from Betty because um, Barney remembered up until that like remembers being on the table and stuff but he couldn't recall like under hypnosis anything that had happened to him on the table. Okay. Um, but Betty knew that, like, they took her hairs and clippings and peeled off parts of her skin. And each sample was placed some, on something resembling a glass slide. They also probed needles into their arms, legs, and head. And Betty, I listened oh to this God. part of the hypnosis session. So Betty says, she's, she's like, I'm laying there, and they're going to um, insert a, a big needle into my stomach. And I'm like, no. No, don't do it. It's going to hurt. And they're telling me it's not going to hurt. Don't worry about it. And she's like, no, no, it's going to hurt. Oh, my God. It hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. Like, oh, my God. It's so crazy. Oh, God. And she's like, take it out. Please take it out. And and they're like, don't worry. It's going to be over soon. And, and she's like yelling. And then um, they take it out. And then she's like, the pain is gone. I asked the leader what, what they were doing. And he said it was a pregnancy test. But that's no pregnancy test I've ever had or something. She's like, that's not what they were looking for or something oh like that. But were they trying to impregnate her? Oh, my God. Maybe she had an alien baby. And so they both talk about, like, the leader. There's one, like, guy standing there mm-hmm. who's the leader, and he's, I think, the one that's, like, communicating with you them. You sure it's not a woman? I feel like in another universe, the woman would be the leader. I leaders. mean, it could have been, but, you know, they said all these were men. Oh, damn it. I know. You would think. 
That's the only unbelievable so part of this. They're so much more story. progressed than we are. Why can't? I know. Sorry, Lynn. I'm really disappointed. It's like that all over the universe. <laughs> really disappointed. So under hypnosis, um, she says that she asked the leader where they had come from, and he showed her a star map. And so, like, under hypnosis, she's, like, writing the star map out as she saw it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so in 1968, Marjorie Fish of Oak Harbor, Ohio, read a book about the incident and was intrigued with this map. She was an elementary school teacher and amateur astronomer. And she thought maybe the map, like, she could decipher the map and find out what, like, what galaxy or where the UFO came from. Nobody else had tried to do this yet? No, which is kind of weird. I don't believe that. No, see, I think... I mean, maybe so, maybe they have. No, people have, but nobody was talking about it because, I mean, they didn't talk about any of this shit until just yeah, now. Yeah, right. So um, she constructed a three-dimensional model of nearby stars and determined that it was a star system of... I'm going to fuck this up, but Zeta Reticuli. Mm, didn't learn about that in school. Sorry, <laughs> which is about 39 <laughs> light years from Earth. So this was argued about among astronomers, some saying, oh, no, it's definitely that because look at this star and look at this star and you can tell, like, blah, blah, blah. And then some astronomers were like, no, that's absolutely not right. That doesn't match. Um, and she eventually came out and said that um, her theory was debunked. But I still think it's like... Yeah, men in black, remember? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't debunked. It was they wanted her to keep her mouth shut. I mean, that's totally possible. So after the incident, the Hills went back to their regular lives. They were willing to discuss the encounter with, like, their friends, their families. Like, if somebody called them, they'd talk about it. Um, But they never tried to, like, seek publicity at all. Mm -hmm. It was never about that. So people tried to say, like, you know, um, psychologists would come out and say, well, what happened was that Betty and Barney were so stressed because they were an interracial couple. They had had some kind of, like, mental break and imagined all this happening. They both imagined the exact same thing happening. Mm -hmm. Or other people said, oh, it was just that Betty was having these dreams and um, they after of, this happened, she was having the dreams. Yeah. So they. So but, he, but the dreams became so real to her that she then made up this whole incident that happened, and and that's what it was. And but, he didn't even believe in aliens right. before this. So and and no. they were completely separate under these hypnosis sessions. She was it's hysterical, like, Rose. She was an hysterical yeah. woman. Of course, it was all her fault, wasn't yeah. it? She's an hysterical woman. <laughs> <laughs> So he actually died um, on February 25th, 1969, in his 40s. I think he was like 46. Oh, my God. Not long after this has happened, of a cerebral hemorrhage. Oh, my God. I wonder if it had anything to do with the aliens. I mean, it's possible. Did they, I wonder, did they research, do any research on his body? Um, they didn't say it, but I wouldn't be surprised. I, even, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the government I don't believe it. shit for the government says anymore. No, I, I, I wouldn't. I mean, honestly, I would think that they would have taken his body. I would think so, too. Without even asking, for sure. So um, Betty continued her research on UFOs for the remainder of her life and became a celebrity in the UFO community. And their story became one of the most well-known alien encounters in history. This is, like, the first known alien encounter. Like, they, they didn't, like, read a book and say, oh, look, like, this, yeah. this yeah. you know, let's come up with this idea. This was, like, the first one that, that people had publicly said, like, this happened to us. We were abducted by aliens. And everything that they right. said kind of 
laid the base for what you see in movies and stuff because well, yeah and so and and it was never made a big deal or it was the, I'm sure the government tried really hard to shut them up even though they didn't like go like talk about it publicly yeah. but I bet you anything they I mean received... it was it was very public because it, I mean it got out yeah and they did talk on a couple TV shows and stuff but they weren't actively seeking pub- yeah, did he publicity really die of that see that's fucking shit scares me I know and so she just died in um, 2004 of lung cancer. But she must have been pretty old. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. I told you about that podcast, High Strange, by with Payne Lindsay. Yeah. Um, that's where I originally heard about these this couple. And uh, I was listening to that episode today. And they were talking about a couple other incidents with, like, military mm-hmm. and these um, pill-shaped, like, white pill-shaped um, space crafts mm-hmm. um, that were like 50 feet long like following their aircraft carrier and it was just like some trippy shit that's crazy I know I had never really believed in aliens and I guess I never really like gave it a lot of thought you know mm-hmm. but then after listening to High Strange I was like yeah like there have to be aliens no I know I mean it's so funny my kids are so into them are they? Chris and Caitlin mostly. Oh, my God. They're, they've always been into them. Chris is That's like, so funny. do you think Grandpa knows anything about Area 51? I'm like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> That's so funny. He never was in the military or anything like that. But it's. Why would he know about it? Um, I mean, he has a really high clearance, but he uh, never did okay, anything yeah. in that, you know, like in yeah. that. He was never in the military or did anything like that. He would not have any knowledge of that stuff. I mean, honestly, even if he did, he would never tell anybody because he's – that's how my dad is. But, um, he, yeah, and so my son's like, yeah. He they he, to- he and Caitlin are totally into aliens. They think it's the that's coolest so thing That's so funny. Ever, yeah. yeah. It is. I mean, it's really interesting. And, and Payne Lindsay, he went out to Area 51 with, with like, a tour guide that uh-huh. does, like – and the way they were describing it, there's, like, guys with guns everywhere – it's really and like creepy, cameras yeah. and shit and like he's like yeah like a car like appeared out of nowhere, like it was like hiding behind like a sand dune or something and it like appeared out of nowhere and was like what are you doing here? <laughs> like, There's wasn't, some crazy wasn't shit. There, wasn't wasn't there a a thing where a bunch of people were gonna go and storm yeah. Area 51? What was that for? It was um, wasn't it during the pandemic? Yeah, it was. Wasn't something... it called like Storm Area 51? Yeah, but it was like it had to do with something. Um, what was it had to do? What did it have to do with? Uh, I think like, somebody just started it on the internet. One of those like TikTok things. People were bored during the pandemic. It was yeah, and people were saying um, they were saying don't do it. Yeah, you're, you're gonna, gonna get gonna shot. Die. Yeah, like don't you wonder what's going on there? Yeah, I can't remember. But I thought it was like on a certain day they were gonna do it. Or they something. were, yeah. There was like it's, it's and it was like an event like you could like I'm going to this event. yeah and it was um, I can't remember Storm Area 51 is like the LMAO edition I don't it's like a game or something I guess but oh um, yeah I can't remember I remember Joseph talking about it yeah a friend of mine posted on it on social media and I was like what Joseph was really into it I'm like yeah nobody's storming area 51 because they're not going to get in yeah my well I was asking my dad about it I was like have you heard about this and he and I were talking about it and he was like yeah he goes he goes those people are stupid he goes they're going to get killed if they try to do yeah. like you go on any military base you're going to get shot I mean you just can't do that 
Yeah, especially that one when they're like, you get like within five miles of it and there are like people popping out with guns. Yeah, it's, they, <laughs> they don't fuck around. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, so yeah, that was pretty crazy. Secret government shit. Don't mess with that. Secret agent man. Secret agent man. Is that it, Rose? Yes. Are you done? I am done. Okay, bye. <laughs> Wasn't that, that was really cool. That was very, very cool. I've yeah. never heard of that, and that's cool. Now I want to listen to some stuff. Yeah, you got to listen to High Strangers. It was a good. It was a good podcast. It's just like, like five episodes or something. Okay, ten episodes. I just get like I'm, I get so far behind on my my podcasts because when I'm doing a story, if I can find any podcast on it, I listen to them. And so I'll spend so then, like yeah. the whole week listening to that, and then I get behind on all my regular yeah. ones, and then I try and catch up, and then I'm like, oh my god, I can't watch it, listen to any new ones. So. Right now, I'm listening to I'm listening to all the podcasts about the person I'm doing next week, and I actually found a short story on it on uh, like a show. Oh, and um, I watched that last night and took notes. I have like three pages of notes already. Look Do you me. really? Yeah. Wow. That's pretty Good exciting. Girl. Yeah. I have no idea who I'm doing next. I was just happy to get this one over with. I have an idea who I'd like to do after this, but they won't respond to our message. Yeah. So. Hmm. I know. I'm going to message someone, too, and see if yeah. I'll actually do that tomorrow. There you go. Although I said that last week, so. Yeah. I'd li- <laughs> you know, I'd like to do my next story after this one coming up on um, uh, my friend Jamie that wrote that book, uh, Market Bully, Bully Market. It's it the New York Times bestseller. She's, oh, really? It's an amazing book. And um, I'd love to do it on her, but I need to read the book. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to read the book before I do it on her. We know you're a slow reader. So, so I am the slowest reader. I was always <laughs> in the slow reading group. <laughs> you're just in the slow group period. I was in the slow group period. <laughs> so if you like that, guys, slide into our DMs and let us know. Or you can follow us, like, follow us, like us, whatever you want to do on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at No Ordinary Women Pod and on the X, whatever the hell they call it now, the old Twitter at No Ord O R D Women Pod. I read that he's going to start charging for Twitter. Well, then we will not be on that, <laughs> FYI, because he can fuck off. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, like he needs a little more money? Yeah. Mm, yeah. He can, yeah. I'll yeah. tell you where he can put that, right where the sun don't shine. And, um, if you have any suggestions of women we can do, slide into our DMs or um, you can send us an email. It's uh, now at noordinarywomenpod.com. Now, N-O-W. N-O-W. At, at noordinarywomenpod.com. So send us an email and of anybody because we love when people suggest um, people. My yeah, mom suggested. It makes it, it makes it a little fun. Yeah. My mom suggested the last two. She suggested Marsha Clark, and she suggested the Marsha Clark was really good. I enjoyed um, listening to that yeah. when I was editing. Again. She, I just never. I mean, I was kind of. I wasn't young. I was a young mother. Yeah. When she was like that whole trial and stuff was going on, and I didn't understand what she was doing. But man, now that I read it, she was a freaking badass. Yeah. No. I mean, no she kidding. was the epitome of an activist. Really. I mean, she kept her chin high and yeah. didn't take any shit from anybody. She's badass yeah she was put through the ringer for sure yeah and now she has this amazing writing career she's just killing it oh she had a um a dateline i think it was dateline no she 48 did, hours 48 hours she has a whole she has like a show a whole yeah where she she did a thing on um i watched it i totally went down a rabbit hole i didn't need it for my story but i started i love the way she like delves in and yeah. talks about she did the casey anthony oh did she oh god oh my god i was like we'll never be doing that well i don't know we you might do it it's, I don't think I'll ever do it. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah, that's 
Well, I mean, for one, it's been overdone. Yeah. And two, that bitch didn't go to jail, so. It's so uh, it crazy. It just enrages me. It's so crazy. Yeah. I mean, so she evaluated that, and she get, digs in and evaluates it. I'd love to see her do Natasha Grace. I don't know if she would do that because that? it's not a murder trial. Natalia, Natalia Grace. Grace. So who the fuck is Natasha? I don't know, Rose. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's my bedtime. All right. It is 6 o'clock. Right. So <laughs> until next time. Bye. Make sure you rate, review, and follow us on your favorite podcast, podcast platform. Good job. Bye. Bye. Bye.